0: Welcome, welcome, welcome all to another great episode and evening of Loud Mouth Radio. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight for Loud Mouth Radio's show, The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers, with your host tonight, Ms. Jazzy Jones. This show is live broadcast via internet on blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. We'd like to tell our listeners to please call in. At three four seven eight two six seven five two zero, you can chat with our hosts as well as our guests for the evening. Tonight is going to be an awesome show. We're really excited about it. Uh, for all our social media people that are following us on Facebook, connect with us at facebook dot com slash loudmouth online. Like our page as well as tweet to us at loudmouth l o u d d m o u t h. Make sure you stay connected with us as we post and keep you updated on things that we got going on at loudmouth.com and be sure to put two d's in loudmouth when you do so onto your computer we'd like to thank all of our listeners for listening to us each and every monday tuesday wednesday and thursdays we've been broadcasting for the last few months on loudmouthradio.com we're really excited about the growth of the radio show and the network and where we're headed in the future and we want to make sure that you have things on your mind topics things you'd like to hear us talk about Feel free to post those things onto our social media sites. We definitely read these posts. We are constantly thinking about different topics and subject matter. So don't think that your thoughts, things that may be going on in your life, is not an effect on us, and maybe it's not even influential because it is. For all our actual advertisers and sponsors that have been supporting Live Mouth Radio, we want to thank you for your ongoing support, and we're dedicated to seeing your business grow and progress as we grow and progress. So tonight's show is actually sponsored and featured by media partners, Loudmouth. Radio would like to take thank you to Digimo Printing of Stockbridge, Georgia, uh, which their number is 770-506-2996. They specialize in digital graphic design, digital printing. Um, They also have been uh, featured doing the graphic design and print paraphernalia for the game, BET Network Show. And we also like to thank our sponsor, Fletcher & Sons Auto, 2, who actually specialize in domestic and foreign auto repair, located right in the heart of Jonesboro, Georgia, at 7363 Terra Boulevard. You can contact them as well as 770-471-0116. They've been offering our listeners the opportunity to get their air conditioning service for $75, which is a special rate. This includes a lead diagnostic check, as well as a full charge of your Freon into your system. So you make sure you're driving and riding cool. It's hot, the summer's coming in, and it looks like we're going to have a very humid summer. So you want to make sure your car's doing and working at its ultimate and optimum um, performance. You can also check them out on loudmouthtv.com, our internet TV network, and take a look at their videos, see all the things that they specialize in, and let them know that Loudmouth Radio sent you. Now, tonight's topic is going to be somewhat exciting for so many people. And I feel that you'll have something to talk about, especially after hearing this broadcast. And our host, Jazzy Jones, uh, loves to have some conversations. So make sure you connect with her. Um, So as you're tweeting, we like I tell our followers, as you're tweeting tonight, and you put that loud mouth in behind the Twitter handle, use the hashtag TheBearTruth, T-H-E-B-A-R-E-T-R-U-T-H. We have some great guests. So we're really excited about tonight's broadcast. Nevertheless... So what we would like to do, without further ado, is also share, too, for our small businesses that want to advertise with us, we'll have some special information for you. Now we'd like to bring our host, Ms. Jazzy Jones. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome
1: to our Tuesday evening show. It's kind of exciting. As you can hear in the background, we're talking about Let's. Talk about sex Now, many of you know That we, um, you know Have this conversation Periodically We talk amongst ourselves We talk amongst our friends You know, and sometimes We don't talk at all Sometimes we chat about it We blog about it We Facebook about it But tonight on our show On The Bare Truth We're going to actually Talk about it on
2: The Bare Truth
1: I have, um a couple of guests that are going to come on the show that are going to open up our minds, open up our understanding to some additional things that we may or may not have known about the topic of sex. We're going to open up the door to be uh, uninhibited, unlimited, and we're really just going to dive right into it, as we always do about all of our topics. Of course, you know, I have prepared some studies I have prepared some topics of my own that I thought were quite interesting as I am not shy at all talking about this subject. So I will say that some of the topics may be a little bit overrated. I'm not even going to say X as if something is wrong with it. I'm going to say overrated because in a lot of the other countries, this is no big deal. It is just an everyday conversation. But if you have small children in the room or you have grown children in the room that are ashamed to talk about it, hear about it, or squeamish, or you're not ready to expose um, your little ones to such things, you may want to take just a few seconds to say, hey, let's go into the next room. So I'll give you a few minutes to do that. And as well, grab your coffee, coffee, grab your tea, get your choice of drink, Put your legs up, sit back on the couch or in that favorite chair, grab your partner. I almost wanted to say let's do a whole down, round and round, but nevertheless, that's another show. So anyway, um, call somebody, text somebody, and let them know that we're talking about sex tonight. So we want to really um, give you the full effects of this particular show. We have two weeks of talking about sex. Now, why did we do two weeks? Because this is a topic that could not take up an entire show to be able to cover it the way that I would like to. And what I mean by that is tonight we're going to talk about pleasure. We're going to talk about some things erotic. We're going to talk about some things that you may want to try that you may not have um, thought of doing. And we're going to just talk about how to have better sex all the way around. Next week's show is going to talk about industries in sex, or dealing with sex, where people have now been judged based upon their choices to go into certain industries. And maybe some healing that needs to take place for those who have had sex not go as favorable as um, we know that it can be. And so we have some really great guests that are going to return to our show that we've had on prior, and they're going to talk about the healing side of being in the sex industries or being um, abused sexually, um, some difficulties and post-traumatic stresses, and how you can overcome those things and not stay in a victim mode, but you truly can become whole and healthy and have a beautiful sexual life. So that's the reason why we wanted to do this in two segments, because it is a big, big, big topic So I'm not going to keep talking. Well, of course I'm going to keep talking because this is a what? Talk show. (laughs) But I do want to uh, just, you know, I love researching. Honest to God, I really love researching and finding out information. It is a joy to find out more and more and more. But it's also a joy to share it because the more you get, the more you should open yourself up to share. So in my studies, I found out some interesting things. And I just kind of wanted to share them with you. But in doing this topic, it was so funny because it's one of the most controversial at times topics. And at least for humans, this most basic act is anything but simple. And within the universe of intimacy and pleasure that sex affords, there's a lot of room for error in this particular topic. From the behavior itself to our orientations, which is the hugest thing right now. What is your sexual orientation? What is your sexual orientation? But sex never fails to be a provocative topic. That's why we wanted to talk about it. Most people are affected by sexual problems at some point in their lives, and safety is always, always, always a concern. Though global jury remains hung over sex's moral and we'll talk about some of the more issues and political implications, most all of us can come to at least one consensus. This is why we are alive today, because of sex. And so we wanted to talk about the reproduction side of it as well as the pleasure side of it. So again, this is why we're having this topic tonight. I am excited, excited, excited. Um, If you have any questions, If you want to ask a question, again, we started to show out with some information, and I know a lot of times it gets to be a lot, but call us at 347-826-7520. We will be bringing on our guests in just a few minutes, and you will be able to call in, ask questions, get some information. This is really exciting. But I wanted to ask a question that most of us all have answered. Why do we have sex? Anybody want to Twitter, give their opinion? Um, anybody want to Facebook us and tell us why we have sex? Why do you think we have sex? In psychology today, this was a question that was posed, answered, um, just kind of broadened and open, and I'm sure that our guests that are going to come on are going to also share some insight about why do we have sex and their opinions and ideas and studies. But the question is just as kind of plain, simple, and hard to explain is why do we sleep at night? This is what psychology today said. This seemingly simple question oftentimes becomes the most difficult question. Why do we have sex? The unusual answer
2: is, of course, based
1: on the known reproductive function of sex. That's pretty much why we tend to believe we have sex for reproduction functions. We want sex because our continued existence as a species depends on it. Children come from sex. And the thing about the story, well, hmm, that's just the story. But the facts on the ground undermine the assumption. First, People continue to engage in sex long after they have stopped having children. <laughs> Often their sex lives actually get better. Never believe the story, well, I'm too old, I'm not having sex. Because there's no more worries about unplanned pregnancies. There's no more concerns about the baby running in and saying, i got to use the bathroom. Mommy and Daddy, what are you doing? Oh, Mommy, what are you doing? Daddy, what are you doing? This leads us to follow the fact most sex happening right now around the world is not procreative. You have a lot of seniors in nursing homes that are 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. You have people who are handicapable who are having sex, and they're not procreating. They're not having children. On the contrary, most of these people are getting busy at this moment, child. This would shock most of you and upset most of you when you think about your mom and dad still having sex. They're still getting it in. But it is not because they're trying to have a child. An intense interest in sex and eroticism, which we will talk more about in a little bit, is not necessarily linked to the heightened interest in producing offspring. In fact, those interests are often inversely um, unrelated. So we're finding out the sex. Why do we have sex? Well, it was always told to us primarily that we were having sex to produce children. So if mama and daddy and them and us and them, if we're not having sex to have kids, then why are we having sex at all? Hmm, good question, huh? Well, sexual behaviors we commonly engage in, even for in the fertile years of our life, are not related to reproduction. If then sex is not for reproduction, how is the mechanics of sexual pleasure organized regarding anal or oral sex, which for those of you that can't handle it, close your ears. People do have anal sex. People are having oral sex. If you're not, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And why are you holding hands with your boyfriend if you're trying to have children? Children don't come from holding hands. Nope. I mean, we hold our three-year-old niece's hand, our nephew's hand, nothing happens. What about when somebody puts their hands through your hair? If you've ever had somebody go through your hair, oh, my God, the sensations that go all through your body they don't reproduce kids well in fact why does the business of genital reproductive pleasure spread to all kinds of remote areas not related to reproduction such as the shoulders which in the 19th century shoulders were very very sexy the neck sexual attraction in japanese culture or the breast in our culture in america i'm a breast woman i'm just letting you know i'm just letting you know And if a man has a biological urge to find a mother for his offspring, men look for sexy women versus motherly women. So they're going to choose the motherly one only to have a baby, to mother the baby, but they're not going to look for one to have the baby with. They're going to look for the sexy one. So now you say, let's forget all about biology. Why complicate things? Sex feels good. It is a pleasure. I have sex for fun is what most people say. But the argument is that it's not even for that. Research shows that the physical pleasure of genital stimulation is not necessarily an important component in the discussion of why we have sex. So there was a study of 400 students, and then I'm going to bring my guest in so we can talk about this a little more. But there was a study, and I want your thoughts on this. This is crazy. 400 students were researched. The researchers name was Cindy Meston and David Buss. But they researched 400 students about the reasons for engaging in sex. After listen to all of this background noise in my studio. I have assistants here that's getting ice and eating potato chips. Oh, and I forgot to tell you I have the dogs in the studio. So if you hear all of this rumble and bumble, it is because they're so thirsty and hungry. We don't feed them here at Loudmouth Radio, so they're trying to get snacks and things. So anyway, uh, 400 of the the students that are engaged in sex, after processing the data, eliminating similar and identical answers, this was what the list said. 237 different reasons for sex, these were the most popular. I wanted to give him an STD. Can you really believe that? Next one, I felt sorry for him. The sad one, which we may discuss a little bit next week or a lot, I wanted to punish myself. And the last one, most popular, I lost a bet. The truth is, many people are having sex right now without pleasure or any expectation of it. If it was pleasure, you want it only. If you desire a nice orgasm, faster, cheaper way, we all know masturbation. Easy, simple, no, no commitments involved, nothing. So, the main reason why are we having sex? What is the key component? it turns out that the deep experience of sexual pleasure somehow on the presence and the conduct of others involved we really depend on how other people act or do just like i was saying just you know we fantasize when we're having sex we bring them all into the whole experience of sex of sex on the face prostitution is a cold business right Yep, most of us agree. However, the customer can give himself an orgasm for free, so why pay? Why is the customer enjoyment increased if the prostitution produces the sounds of enjoyment or of sexual arousal from someone else? It is because of the conduct. It is because of the action, the look, the touch, the feel, the intimacy of someone else. This is what makes sex so enjoyable. Even if we're masturbating and fantasizing about ourselves and how beautiful we are because we're going to learn how to really get in touch with ourselves <clears throat> on this show and our bodies um, in just a few, um, it is still the art of being involved or having the experience of usually someone else. So that has been one of the studies. And I won't go into all of this, but we will post this um information from Psychology Today. I love Psychology Today because you find out so much information. But it is really nice when we can see all of the different reasons to why, to what, and to how. So I'm going to check now. I believe I want to offer my guest into the show because we're going to talk about a lot more than what I just said. So I would like to welcome my guest. From Corset Magazine. Ariel, are you with us? Hello? Hang on just a minute. I know she's calling you live on the air. Hello? Hi, honey. I knew you were here. We were just waiting for you to come in. You know we're on internet, so sometimes it takes a little backlash. Uh,
3: okay. Nice to be on the show. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you to be on the show. When I first saw the information about Corset Magazine, I was extremely excited because I love to see, uh, for lack of a better term, people's passion being exhibited the way they see it, think it, and feel it.
3: Ah, thank you. I appreciate your support.
1: You're so welcome. So tell us a lot about you and how you started, why you started, and just all of the details. And kudos, super kudos for the Essence Spotlight.
3: Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, it's definitely a very exciting time here at Corset. Uh, we uh, began in 2011, and basically I started my career off as a sex columnist um, or, you know, sex journalist.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: uh, I just got tired of kind of being the only only voice. So I made a decision that I really wanted to kind of gather people's real-life stories about sexuality and create this very artistic um, kind of high art um but tastefully sensual uh you know publication that really talked about sexuality. So that's how of course it was born.
1: Oh wow. How in the world did you start off writing as a sex columnist? And who
3: were you writing for, can you say? Oh sure. I mean I, I wrote for just about um several people. I mean everyone from you know Clutch Magazine to Ebony, um, you know, I've been featured in the Huffington Post, NPR uh, Blocked her, you know, just, you know, pretty much, um, you know, I've, I've definitely made my rounds and I made my rounds as a, as a sex writer and kind of a person who, who thinks on these subjects, um, you know, but, but really what I, what I wanted to do and, and what the reason why I chose to start writing about, you know, sexuality was because of mostly my coursework and real life experiences uh, when I was in college at NYU. Uh-huh. So, you know, being there, I realized that, you know, this was a really interesting topic, and it was one that, you know, personally affected affected my life. So um, I just decided that because my personality in general is very uh, outspoken and, and uh-huh. bold and fearless, <laughs> uh, I decided to kind of just, you know, make this my, my subject matter that I was going to focus my writing on, and it's paid off uh, definitely, and I'm very, very proud of that. Wow, you sound so much like me. I
1: wanted to, for years and years, I was like, I really wanted to go to school for psychology and just really major in sex therapy, which is still not too late in my life. But it's it's one of those um, beautiful feathers in a peacock's tail of all of the things that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I have always been interested in why we have sex, the different organs, how they come together, how they make music—beautiful, uh, passionate music—and you know, just having all of this discussions as a, as a 30-year uh, master cosmetologist, you know, when you get in the salon, oh boy, the conversations go from morning talk to night talk really of quickly, <laughs> and so you start hearing all of the things. And the desires that some which is the majority of what's in your magazine and and I'm sure some of the articles
3: that you've covered people talk about,
1: but they Absolutely. talk about
3: quietly. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, everyone, sexual desire is is, is a human trait. It's something natural that I would say most humans experience at, you know, one point or another. Um, So, you know, it's definitely a conversation that tends to be kind of uh, more silent or muted um, in ordinary life. Uh, But, you know, of course, we definitely make it a priority to to speak out and to get more people into public conversation because we feel that it's, it's definitely uh, going to make us better and our relationships better um, with each other. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Now, do you think that, um, and this is just a question, you know, it's a question that I've asked people just because I was just wanted to know their thoughts, but do you think sex is automatic or do you think sex is learned?
3: Mm, are you talking about sexuality or are you talking about sexual intercourse in, in particular?
1: Either way you want to answer, sexuality and or sex.
3: Uh, you know, I think it's both. I think there's there's uh, I think sexual energy is something, or sexuality is something that we are, uh, you know, born with, or sensuality. Um, you know, all those words uh, they're not the same, but they can kind exactly. of all be used. Right. You know, uh, pretty interchangeably. Um, but I do believe that you know, as human beings, we are we are born in a very um, um, to be sensual. We were born to connect with each other, you know, and I think the actual sexual intercourse tends to obviously take place uh, for most people at least, um, you know, towards the later kind of years or, you know, as you kind of grow into into adulthood. Um, but, you know, I do think that some of it is is definitely we learn, you know, between our relationships with each other, between the media, um, you know, our conversations. It's, it's, it's a combination of things. I don't know if you can necessarily pinpoint it to the either or side.
1: Hmm. I know I've, I've asked that question to certain people, and they just kind of look like, "Ah, oh, never really thought about it." But my thought process on it is, you know, when you first generally most people's first experience—if they had a great experience, they were truly blessed. If they had that, it felt right. It didn't hurt. Everything, you know, everybody knew what to do, and you know, you knew what side. To put your nose on and the, that whole thing, if you had that great, wonderful experience during the actual sexual intercourse experience, whether it was same gender loving whether it was um heterosexual or you know poly or you know whatever it was, you know what your truth or your story is, if you had that great first experience, just with your body parts coming together, it was like the most wonderful, ah oh, sing loving song. Kind of thing, however, to me, I believe that sexuality and sensuality, as you said, I used to have sensuality parties where I taught people how to get in touch with their senses to bring that into the sexual experience, where I feel like a lot of times people don't bring sensuality into um, the sexual part of it and thus making the sex activity or the experience less enjoyable.
3: What do you think? uh, you know, I think that you can't really take sensuality out of sex uh you can there there are different levels of sensuality in sex, but you know sensuality at its core is based in feeling, and when you're having sex with somebody, you have to be feeling something, so I can't say that sensuality is is separate from. Can be separated from sexuality. I don't believe that, but can we make our our sexual interactions more sensual? Sure. If that's what you're into, if you something, if you want something that's deeper, more sensual, that that really brings your body alive, um, you know, in numerous ways, then you know that's something that you can you can work on and a skill that you can hone. Um, but there are other people who just you know aren't really interested in exploring that, and I, I definitely you know respect that decision as well. Exactly. Wow. What do you think, then,
1: Ariel? is, um, you know, in the West, and I talk a lot about Western culture versus some other cultures. You know, we're not as open about our bodies here, um, or very few people, I would say, as, as large as the western society is we're very shamed we we tend to you know want to cover up we don't want to explore our own bodies much less a lot of times other people what have you found in your experience in some of your columns even or some of the research that you may or may have done um, is the experience you've seen in that that we're a little bit more closed off than those of other cultures
3: it depends on the culture that you're comparing, um, I guess, the United States to. Uh, it, it's really, it's really hard to say, honestly. I mean, I think, of course, some cultures are more sensual than others. Some cultures are more familiar with their bodies, have different rituals and, uh, you know, rites of passages and, and things of that nature than American society does. But then again, you know, American society is far more open in other ways than other cultures. So it depends on exactly who you would be. Um, you know, comparing us to. But I do believe that, at least in America, there's there's space for, for people to grow deeper into their sexuality and to be more open if they choose.
1: Wow, that's a great way to look at it. How have you, um, or what specific cultures have you found that, um, like you just mentioned, your right to passage? I know I, I uh, years ago went to school with a young girl who had a ceremony when she came on her period, and I thought, wow, that's the craziest thing. And she sat me down and really began to explain it to me, and I was like, that is so beautiful. By the end of it, I was all in tears, like, I want to have one. I want to <laughs> have a party. <laughs> yeah. So have, have you, what what cultures have you found um, that would give girls or guys, for that matter, um, those experiences? Uh,
3: you know, even i don't want to connect cultures to uh it's hard for me even even for like my last statement, to even say that there is a like specific american culture or um mm-hmm. like there's only one it's really it's a deeper issue than that and there are many layers to the cultures i think what i found is you know cultures that tend to have some sort of uh afro diasporic root um tend to be you know more in touch with their bodies in some way or another mm-hmm. um what I've found, at least you know, in in my experience, even growing up. You know, I have an aunt who is very Afrocentric. I had a rites of passage ceremony when I had my period. Um, really, I did. You know, so I, I grew guess. up. I, I, you know, part of my childhood. You know, I did grow up like on that. But then on the other hand, you know, I also grew up in in very strict. You know, Cosby show. Uh, kind of style with uh parents at the same time. So, you know, I had a I had a balance of kind of experiences growing up in the United States. So again, it's really hard to say, well, you know, what is my experience kind of growing up and, and did I experience, you know, or what were what have my experiences been of American culture, you know, in quotation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I um, know we're
1: so rooted in different cultures. So it for lack of a better word we say American culture. Right. It's so it's such a hodgepodge. Right.
3: So, you know like i said i think you know more indigenous uh rooted cultures tend to have i, I think more relationships or better stronger relationships closer relationships uh mm-hmm. you know with their bodies and their in their um sexuality in some cases um but there are other cases that you know uh young women are, are are going through all types of things, you know, you know, and, and men as well and then learning all types of things in those very cultures that, you know, at, at the same time that we sometimes praise as being more open. So it depends. I think it I think it depends again, um, you know, on who exactly we're talking about.
1: Right. Wow. Now, are you afraid to say or or can you hint around? When was your experience sexual and what was your first experience like?
3: My first experience okay, so I lost my Virginia when I was fifteen, fifteen, mm-hmm. sixteen, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was uh you know, it was actually a pretty okay experience. I I was uh <laughs> I had a boyfriend, you know, at the time and we were high school sweethearts, we stayed together for like three years. Mm-hmm. Um and uh he uh, you know it was it was sweet. I definitely don't regret it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, it was okay. I I was, kinda sort
3: of liked was, it. It was it was it was what it was. It was painful, you know, at first. The second time was great, you know, but the, yeah, the first time yeah. wasn't that wasn't that great just because I was so kinda uncomfortable
0: okay.
3: uh as he was, you know, trying to break me in. But, you know, it is what it is. It's part of the right path
1: of practice in womanhood. <laughs> I know. I hear so many uh, you know, people have that same experience That when they, you know, first time I was very young and um, remember having conversations with my girlfriends and we were like well you know we got to do it. we felt pressured into it like most young girls do we felt pressured and you know well, honey if, baby if you love me you'll do it and you know you'll you'll make love to me because I love you so much and all that kind of stuff and so when I first decided you know I'm going to have I'm going to give myself to this guy that I thought I was so in love with I was actually on my way to being 15 I wasn't even quite 15 um uh, as they say, I was 14 and a half, and um, I was very fortunate that um, he was very small. So I was continue to wait for him to have sex with me, and while I was waiting, he was actually performing. Oh, oh,
3: that's not good at all. And I, no, I it, actually it, he, didn't have that issue at all. <laughs> I had the opposite experience where I was more so like, oh, my God, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it won't shrink.
1: <laughs> I was like... Um, I was waiting for the hurt and the pain that everybody talked, you know, very talked about. And, and I just, I didn't feel anything. And he said to me, you know, well, you just, you don't believe in being involved. And I said, you know, I didn't know what he was talking about because my first experience and he was older, a couple of years older than myself. And, you know, unfortunately, I just laid there. And um, Mm -hmm. he just finished and got up, and that was the end of that. And I was like, well, what is the big deal, you know, about this whole experience? So I found out the big deal a few years later, like, wow, now I have a real boyfriend, and this is the big deal, (laughs) you know, not promoting early sex, but understanding what sex and the intimacy that I later in life, you know, found out about, I wish I had waited not regrettable necessarily because great things come out of experiences if you take that for what it is. Hmm. But nevertheless, I'm so glad I learned later in life about many different aspects of uh, sexual pleasures, which brings me to my question to you. Now, when you said you started Corset Magazine and, You know, you wanted to have a greater voice and a voice of your own, and allowing—I'm assuming—so many others to express themselves. What was the, um, what was the acceptance or non-acceptance of the magazine? Because since I've posted your your, uh, the face of the essence and how you made it in, and some of the topics, I have had oh my god, and then I've also had applaud, yay! I can't wait, I'm excited.
3: Oh, that's interesting you know i I really haven't had any negative backlash um uh-huh. to be quite honest to the magazine i I think because uh we're so different in the way that we talk about sex and visually express you know sexuality mm-hmm. uh it's you know, we we just really haven't gotten any any pushback. Um, are there people who are, you know, shyer than others and they come to our site and they're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can actually buy this or read this? Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, there are people like that, but we're, you know, we might not be for you right now until you get comfortable. Um, and that's perfectly okay. You know, this is, um, I like to say that, of course, it welcomes, you know, all people to read us, you know, but, you know, I do recognize that we're not for everybody and I'm perfectly okay with that. Right.
1: Well. Wow. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't have any negatives. I think I that's what I had more squeamish. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, whoa, they cover some pretty deep topics. And I'm like, but that's the whole reason because you have so many people that don't have sexual, um, healthy sexual lives. They don't have um, full pleasure Um, A lot of people are not reaching orgasms when it comes down to genitalia orgasms, but they are having, you know, full body experiences, orgasmic experiences, and not understanding them because nobody's talking about anything. Or a lot of people are not talking about it. So, you know, some people hit me up quietly and was like, oh, I really love the topics in the the post that you put
0: out. Nice.
1: Which I thought was really nice because, you know, it's a way to say here is our support to what you've done and what you've been able to bring for those of us that are not shy about reading it um, or, you know, doing it, exposing it and all of those things. So really kudos to you for doing that. I'm going to take a quick break and allow our um, sponsors, you know, we always got to pay the bills here. I'm um, on Loud Mouth Radio I really appreciate you joining us We're here with Ariel Lauren Who is the wonderful writer, owner, and creator of Corset Magazine And we're going to stop for a moment and Let our sponsors come in and we'll be right back right, yeah. Just go, just go
0: This is the way your vehicle sound, you might want to stop in. Stop at Fletcher and Sons Auto 2 Repair of Jonesboro, Georgia, located at 7363 Terra Boulevard in the heart of Clayton County. They specialize in domestic and foreign repairs. Open six days a week. Contact them at 770 471 116 For all our small businesses that would like to push their business out and get it ahead. You definitely have to be focused on the way your brand looks. Contact DigimoPrinting at DigimoPrinting.com. They specialize in high-potency digital media. They have a great opportunity for you to get some fantastic promotions for our loudmouth radio listeners. A thousand flyers, plus you'll get 10 11 by 17 posters for free when you purchase your flyers directly with DigimoPrinting. Design fee would be extra, as well as 250 business cards for $25. That is not including the actual design work. But if you do need to have your design work done, I definitely recommend calling Digimo Printing and have them customize your solutions. 770-506-2996. For all our people in the Metro Atlanta area, do you have a birthday this weekend? Make sure you contact Frank Skeets. He's giving away 10 VIP sections, champagne, and a full guest list this Friday and Saturday. Be sure to email Janet. At rsvp at frankskis dot com. Once again, make sure you contact Janet at rsvp at f r a n k s k i s dot com. Fantastic opportunity! Frank'skis is located in the plush Buckhead area in downtown Atlanta. If you haven't been there, you're looking at over seven thousand square foot of just luxury, high Atlanta nightlife. Frank'skis is available at frankskis.com. Thank you, our loudmouth listeners, for participating in this broadcast as we talk about sex with The Bare Truth Love Life Sex and Flowers with Ms. Jazzy Jones. For all our business owners that desire to actually advertise their business on our radio show, contact us from 10 p.m. Excuse me, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Fridays at 706-363-3895. Now for your host, Ms. Jazzy Jones.
1: Thank you so much. We are glad to be back here on The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers, where we're talking to uh, Ariel Lauren uh, of course, that Magazine. Ariel, am I saying your name correctly? Cause, you know, sometimes yes, I'll you are. In, <laughs> yes, I will come are. in on the countryside and say something altogether different. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, that's correct. Thank you.
1: Oh, my goodness. I wanted to, um, you know, just give you a little bit of, of more props for those of, uh, of our guests that may just be joining. And we can always archive these shows, so if any of you – um, don't get an opportunity to, to hear all of the show. You just coming in. You can always go in after 10 p.m. It's usually about 10:15, 10, 10:20, 10, and the show pops right up. Sometimes it happens very quickly, and you can always go to archive the shows on loudmouthwith2dsradio.com and pull that up. So you'll be able to hear a lot more about Miss Lauren. But she has a fantastic magazine. You can um, go on your Facebook. It's just Corset Magazine on Facebook, right? Yes, or corsetmagazine.com. Corsetmagazine.com, um, and then we can also reach you on Twitter as well. Yes, and it's corsetmagazine Twitter, right? Yes, corsetmagazine Twitter. Mhm. So I wanted to give you your props out there and have our – uh we always like to have our information posted for you. But I wanted to ask you, in your long tenure of writing for – she, she's so award-winning. I just love the fact that, you know, you're one of those quiet storms that kind of come in where people are like, oh, she just popped up out of nowhere. Like you just start writing and you just came out of nowhere and just did this. Um, But in your writing, what have you found to be one of those common denominator stories or, or issues concerning sexuality or sensuality or sex,
3: period? Uh you're talking about in terms of what my readers have said that Mm -hmm. they've been struggling with. Uh, Yeah. I'd say comfort, you know, uh, you know, just trying to establish stronger levels of comfort uh, between them and their partners. That's probably the the biggest issue that comes up. You know, how can I increase my my comfort with my partner? And I I think that's something that, you know, comfort has, you know, various levels. So if you could be with somebody for years and you're still growing deeper in your intimacy um, and in your comfort levels, so you know when we when we write and we because we're so open at Corset, we really, really try to do that um so that people can grow more comfortable in talking about their sexual desires and their needs and their wants and things of that nature. Um and the hope is that because we're able to talk about it with each other that we'll feel empowered to actually address it on a deeper level with our partners as well. Oh, that's fantastic.
1: I know that, you know, I it, like I said in the salon, you know, you become the, the therapist. You become the, well, what should I do as if you – well, we did have to take, you know, a, a portion of psychology, which most people don't know, and um, becoming a cosmetologist depends on the state. But you have to be able to handle some of those questions and some of those things. And so if I already, which I did, had an interest in um, just the whole – Side of sexuality, I used to have people constantly ask me um, the same thing, how can I please him more, how can I please her more, What what do you think I should do, should I wear this, should I wear my hair down, should I wear my hair short, it was so many of those same type of questions, but then it would, you know, of course, like I said, you know, then we got into... Um, the after-hours conversations, and it became, you know, do you have oral sex? Do you swallow? Don't you swallow? Do black girls uh, have oral sex better or less than white girls? You know, all of those things that I'm like, okay, now I can send them to your magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's so broad in um, what people want to know and what they are not comfortable in asking um, and a lot of times, don't you find that most couples or most partners that I engage in in, in um, the intimacy or the like thereof, they don't talk to each other about what they really feel or or not feel?
3: Yeah, you know, I, I think that that communication, again, that even has, you know, different levels. So, you know, there can be partners that, that talk to each other about some things, you know, related to their sexual desires but are scared to bring up, you know, some other things, Uh I know that we got um you know, one of our articles in our Kink and BDSM issue uh was about like how do I introduce the fact that I wanna try some kind of kink and BDSM out in my bedroom with my husband. Uh, you know, we have a really healthy sex life, but uh, you know, I, I really want to try some of this new stuff out. And uh, you know, I'm kind of I'm kinda of nervous about, you know, how to how to do that. So the writer actually went into, you know, some different ways that you can you can kind of approach that subject, uh and kind of tease it with your with your partner and, and get their feedback on it, see how they feel. So so really, you know, communication again is you can always grow deeper in your communication and your connection with your with your partner. Um, you know, so yes, there are some people who just don't communicate at all, you know, literally just have sex and just lay there and accept what they get. Um, and then there are other people right. who, you know the sea C- C- list C- syndrome. With. Right. You know, and then there are other people who can communicate a little bit and, you know, they say some of the things that they like but they're scared to talk about the other things, you know. So so really I just think that the focus of relationships is always to grow deeper, uh, you know, in in yourself, in your own comfort, but also to help your partner grow deeper as well. Mm. And to to interact with that person, um and share with that person and, and things of that nature. Um and I think that's what really creates the best sex, um at least in my opinion and in my experiences.
1: I uh, totally agree. Completely agree. Now I see on, um, on the website, well, on Facebook, you have Love Honey, the sexual happiness uh, people. I've never heard of them. And when I saw this, because you know, I um, used to have, you know, uh, passion parties and different things. And so I'm always trying to tell people, hey, go to this site, go to go to do this. So I've not heard of them. Are they a new? company or a company that um you are in partnership with or do do they just advertise with you? Uh
3: no so so Love Honey is actually based in the UK and they're just now um they're they're pretty big over there. Um mm-hmm. and they're just now expanding over to the United States. So they've started a US branch of, of their um their company which is you know basically dedicated to, to all things you know related all all products and items related to sexuality uh-huh. uh, so they had reached out to me and said that you know they wanted to work with us and, and you know be one of our sex toy sponsors so um all of our readers get 10 percent off um their products and if you all go to the website of course at magazine.com you'll see the the promo code and where you can click to put it in and, and get the deal
1: Yeah, I'm sitting up here looking at it like, girl, yeah, I'm going to go call them in just a few minutes, (laughs) just in a few minutes. I'm like, oh, look at that. What is that? I know um, I remember I I called my kids a few months back, and, you know, I never, ever, ever had toys until, you know, just about eight years ago, seven or eight years ago. And I had one in my purse, and actually I I had never used it. Someone gave it to me because they were like, you know what, this is just a bit too much, and I don't want to. I don't want to use this. And so I was using it as a gag. It was the funniest thing. A friend of mine and I, we would, you know, put it on the dashboard and drive around, and it just would be there wobbling, and people would drive by and be like, oh, my God, what is that? And we thought it was just hilarious. It was like the the nerdiest ridiculousness. You would have thought we'd never have had sex in our life. And so I had it in my purse one day (laughs) from one of these funny escapades over the weekend, of my children um, asked me for some lotion. I said, yeah, I have some hand lotion in my bag. And they they went in the bag and went, oh, my God, <laughs> does, mom, does mom use Oh, my God, the embarrassment. But I just had to go, well, you shouldn't have been in my bag. And they said, well, mom, you told us to go get lotion.
4: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, it was quite funny. I kind of scarred them for life. And so if they're listening, which they may listen to the show every now and then, they're like, mom, you were a trip. But nevertheless, they now know, so we don't care. But, um, yeah, now I'll be saying, okay, go to Love Honey and, um, you know, use the 10% code off of my daughter (laughs) went on on your site earlier, like, Mom, this is really cool. It's kind of weird us talking like that. It's kind of weird. But um, (laughs) it's a good, healthy relationship that we have. So I'm very proud of you, and I'm Mm -hmm. extremely proud uh, to have had you on the show, just kind of letting us know you know, your thoughts and what you do and and how you began this. So tell them again how they can come, what you would like them to do, because they're listening and they're waiting. And uh, we're not going to tell you every single article, people, that's in her magazine because we need you to buy it. (laughs) So don't expect all of the dirt. But tell them once again how they can reach you.
3: Absolutely. So you can definitely check us out and download your copies of Corset right to your computer or your, uh, or your iPad or tablet device at corsetmagazine.com. Um, you can also catch us on Facebook if you just want to join our daily conversations, And you can also tweet at us at corsetmagazine on Twitter. So thank you for having us.
1: Fantastic. Thank you much, my dear and join us anytime anywhere um we definitely want to do some promos with you again soon and once again we're proud of having you on the bare truth love life sex and flowers
3: thank you take care thank you.
1: that was so fun I, i'm always so excited to to talk to people who are doing great things and you know following their passion and doing the things that they love absolutely the most So kudos, kudos, super kudos. Guys, please go out and support the people that we have on this show. Support us as you do every week by listening in, calling in, and archiving the show. If you have any questions or if you would like to um, ask us something about the show or about a sex topic, give us a call at 347 826 7520 and we are going to once again go and pay the bills because we like being on the radio. We like several several shows. Um and so uh please tune in and listen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, soon to be Friday and Saturday and we'll be right back.
0: We'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers. This show is broadcasting live via Internet on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on loudmouthradio.com. For all of our listeners, make sure you follow our blog at loudmouth.com, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. And if you have a small business and you're looking for a way to push your business out, become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio. We offer great packages, opportunities for you to broadcast on one or as many as four of our shows each week on air. And this does also include our social media feed and Internet marketing. So this is the best time to get on the bandwagon with us and push your business ahead. So contact us at our multimedia offices at 706-363-3895. This broadcast is being being fed via Internet at com. We have our chat lines open, so you can actually post and, and post your questions and comments. You can call in at 347-826-7520 to speak to our host. If you've got things on your mind, things you would like to uh, share with our audience, this actual broadcast will be available for download 24-7 on demand after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Live Up Radio. Now, what we'll like to do is bring in our host, and she looks like she may be ready to come in with more little bit of information for you as she gets ready to conclude the show. Have a good evening.
1: Listen, guys. I wanted to just tell you this we have um we had another guest and and I think we got crossed out with our days. I'm hoping that she still will have opportunity to call in because she is a fantastic she has had several sensual trainings in Costa Rica around the United States. Um, She gets you in touch spiritually and still connecting um, with the body, mind, and soul. So we're hoping that she'll still have an opportunity to to call. But I do want to see if we have... A caller online I'm not exactly sure, but if we do, we will bring her in in a little bit. But I just wanted to kind of briefly discuss with you guys um the difference between lust and love, and to let you know that you can put a little bit of lust into your relationship. A lot of times we go into sex, as we talked before, from different aspects. And I love the fact that Ariel said that you cannot go into sexuality without sensuality because even if you feel pain, you still have to go into feeling something. So you want to make sure that... um you always have the good feelings in in sex and the good feelings in your relationship so that you can produce the best, most pleasurable experience. But you do want to know that if it is only lust, it is only short term, it is only a an altered state of consciousness, you are going to have that quick high, but it is going to quickly become not enough to sustain the relationship. But, If you're already in a loving relationship, you want to spend quality time together, you want to increase your sexuality, you want to um, get lost in conversation and forget about, you know, hours and hours have passed and you're still talking. It's not that quick, hey, how you doing? I like you. I'm sexually attracted to you, and and then that's it. You want to still have all of the good uh, signs of love and the feelings of love, but add in that thrust of lust thrust of, you know, pretense and fantasies as if you don't even know each other because it keeps it exciting. It keeps it spontaneous. And as she said before, open yourself up to being able to try those things that you may have never thought you would try. You may have never thought to put toys into your program. You may have never decided that you were going to be blindfolded or you were going to bring food into the bed or body paints and powders and all of these kind of things. But you know what? Your partner may desire that. And if it is not something that um, is going to kill you, it's going to hurt you intensely unless you desire for it to do so, guess what? Open yourself up. Because the beauty of love is that you give a little bit, you save a little bit. Well, no, that's my spending idea. Okay, never mind. Forget that one. But nevertheless, what you want to do is be able to enjoy each other, and be able to share things together so that you can open yourself up for the long term. Because who wants to be bored? Who wants to be bored? Lust is good. I just had somebody type in from Facebook and tell me, lust
2: is good.
1: But lust, you know, keeps it exciting. But you also want to have the commitment of respect, and loving somebody um, to keep it long-term. Now, if you're not looking for long-term, hey, that's a whole nother level that we talked about, and that's a moral situation and status, and uh, that may not be something that you even care about. We're not here to judge you. We're not here to tell you what to believe, what not to believe. We're just here to share the little opinions and thoughts and ideas that we have. And so, you know, hey, it is what it is. But right now, I am going to give you just a little bit more of um, my song for the evening because I just love it. And then we are going to come right back. I think. <laughs> I love
2: our week shows. <laughs> Yo, I don't think we should talk about this. Oh. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say. You no, know? yeah. but that's a part of life. Okay? <laughs> yeah,
4: Come on. That's
2: Make boy the topic, cause that ain't gonna stop it Now we talk about sex on the radio and video shows Many will know anything goes Let's tell it like it is and how it could be How it was and of course how it should be Those who think it's dirty have a choice Pick, Pick up the, the needle, needle press for, or turn the radio off Will that stop us then? I doubt it Alright then, come, come on, spin Let's To make any man's body pop. She uses she got to get whatever she don't know. got. Sellers droop like fools, but then again, they're only human. The chick was a hit because her body was booming. Gold, pearl, rubies, crazy yeah. diamonds. Nothing she wore was ever common. Her face, heads of state, men of taste, lawyers, doctors, No one was too great for her to get with or even mess with. The press she says was next on her <laughs> list. And the, believe me, you, it's as good as true. There ain't a man alive that she couldn't get next to. She had it all in the bag been glad, but she was mad and sad and feeling bad, thinking about the things that she never had, no love, just sex, bobbled next with a check and a note that last night was so
4: let's talk about sex baby let's talk about you and me let's talk
2: about all the good things the bad things that may be. what we have here is subject to oh. controversy a three-letter word from regard as a curse see he may fiend and have a dream
1: hello everybody i just you know i love that song even if i would not talk about sex it's just a good show <laughs> Show song. Um, Anyway, I wanted to talk to you about our flower for the evening. I went through so many flowers. There is a post that we are going to put on our um, Facebook, and I don't even know if you guys are really ready for it. It is uh, pretty, pretty, pretty exotic. Now, I didn't make these exotic pictures. I didn't make these exotic fruits or flowers or vegetables. The creator of the universe made them. So if you're upset with anybody or if it's a little offensive, there you go. You can blame the creator. But they are so explicit. I laughed my head off when um, I saw them. However... I am going to post a passion flower, and, you know, normally I have to do the explanation and, you know, tell you what it means. Well, it's a flower of passion. That is the definition. It is absolutely gorgeous and different and exotic and makes you think about sex or spiders. just really kind of depends on whichever way you want to look at it. But me personally, I'm going to think of it as an erotic flower, I have enjoyed our guest for the evening. Yes, of course, it's going to be cut just a little short because we had a whole other guest that was supposed to come on, and hopefully maybe she can join us next week. So the beauty of my show is it's mine, and I can stay on long or I can stay on short. And tonight I want to end it on positivity, and I I don't want to just talk it out just because I know you're here. So I'm not going to do that. But I am going to post a flower, and I am going to post the erotic vegetables (laughs) I did say that for all of you comedians. You may use this material because it is hilarious. So we're going to (laughs) have the post put up. I would love to hear from you um, just your thoughts of the show, thoughts of things that you may want us to ask or talk about on the next week's show. And then we will... Continue from there. You guys are the greatest audience. I love you so much. We have some upcoming news. I'm not going to share it. It's really juicy and tidbit and good. And we're going to just be doing some things big, big and bigger. But we do appreciate you here at Loudmouth Radio. Um, we also want you to listen to our show on Monday with Roderick Watkins. He does the Universal Mind, where we talk about everything from meditation to yoga and uh, motivational speaking. Tuesday of course you're with me at the Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex and Flowers with Jazzy Jones. On Wednesday, we have our great and wonderful um thinker, creator, sponsor, producer, um just pusher of all things, Miss Sabrina Sunny Spoon Smith us in the studio. On Thursday nights we have our beloved J.L. King where he does Night Talk Live and he just talks about everything. Um, Sunday's show is in the studio. It definitely covers all of our entertainment sectors, our uh, sports and athletes and our producers and comedians and so forth and so on. We will also be joining, um, I mean, we will also have joining us on Friday, Sadiq Blue will be, doing all of our music underground. We just love the sounds underground that are going to be coming through her. And then on Saturdays, we will be having our Behind the Groove with our DJs. So DJs and musicians and uh, singers and artists, if you have music on CDs, on MP3s, MP4s, and all of these extra super Androids and iPhones, get that music sent over so that we will be able to Um, spotlight you on either one of those shows. We're doing great and big things here. We're traveling, doing some on-site locations and um, being involved in parades and different things. And we're going to let you know how that's coming along and who and where we're going to be. You can join us. You can also have us at your business. Definitely remember, guys, that we are online radio growing faster and faster each month. So we want to be able to help you promote your business as well as you helping us to promote Loudmouth Radio. So get in touch with us. Follow us at loudmouthradio.com, and you will find out all of the things that we are doing at Loudmouth Twitter. You can reach me directly at Bareheads if you want to talk to to me directly about some topics on the show at Bareheads, B-A-R-E-H-E-A-D-S, at gmail.com. And if you need to go to our um Email address, I believe, is loudmouthmedia at com. if you want to get in touch with uh, Sonny about advertisement and all of those kind of things. And I know she said all of that, so I don't really have to go over all of it because you know what? You can archive the show. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. I really, truly appreciate you being here with me this evening, and we're going to have music to take us right out. Thank you, guys. Be blessed.